Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. I can make a living walking in the woods. You can bet I've been sitting pretty good. Good morning, Chattanooga area. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live on the air from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River, right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm, I'm, I'm doing simulcast here. You are in stereo. I'm in stereo. Stereo, 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 That's stereo. Funny. The uh, Facebook Live is coming through. I haven't turned the volume down on the iPad yet. Oops. We have a house full today. We sure do. We sure do. It's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. We're talking ducks. Ducks? Ducks. Okay. As in duck friendly. That's not as good as your turkey go. True. The, uh, My duck call is limited to here, ducky, 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 here, ducky, ducky, ducky. That's all the, I got. Uh, he does a good turkey call. His duck call sucks. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 it's mixed emotions I'm here. I'm glad to be here with you guys, but my commissioner buddies are all in the can, Canada at the Prairie Pothole region. Ooh. I'm going to show you ducks. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, we yeah. have uh, our leader, our you know Charlie Lowry, is up there as well. Hey, you need a microphone. <laughs> hey, well, well Charlie that. Lowry, he left to go up there yesterday, I think. Too. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. they He's went up there. Canada. We give uh, TWRA gives quite a bit of money. Uh, there's there's some kind of alliance with um, the state, the states, in the flyway zones, fly zones, flyways. And um, there's a formula, and, and so we give money, and it all goes into nesting habitat and everything up at uh, uh, in Canada. And uh, and so the guys went up. I couldn't make it this year, but uh, they went up and they were going to hunt, and they uh, they actually they they went sandhill crane hunting as well as duck hunting. Oh, nice! So they've had a they've had a good trip. So I can't wait to hear what about their stories. The, they uh, they run into all that weather. No, actually, it was it's been cold, but all the pictures I've seen have been bluebird skies. Yeah, but and with lots of ducks. Lots of ducks. Yeah, lots I did, of waterfowl piled up. I did hear there was some good reports right now coming out of the the pothole region. Yeah, you know, which is I, I've never gotten to go. Um, there's some some guys in our committee that have been quite a few times. I don't know if Ed's been up there to Canada or not. Uh, not. Not duck hunting. No. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been out to Oklahoma and Texas. That's the farthest I've driven for ducks. But uh, it it's on the list. I think I think it's one of those places that everyone should probably go. It, I mean, that's we where all the money, not just you know Tennessee, but Ducks Unlimited. We we dump a lot of money into that pothole. Region. Oh yeah, it, that's where most ducks come from. You know, a lot of people don't realize that, but the ducks that migrate through, you know, they 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 come from way up there in Kansas. So a lot of the money raised, you know, there's a there's a formula for stuff staying local 
as well, but there is a lot that goes sure. to that sure. specific area. I'm just thinking, you said all the ducks come from Canada, so they come down and go, quack, eh? Well, they're they're not Canadian. <laughs> they're just from Canada. Oh, right? oh, okay. Well, they could be Canadian. They could be. So they, they don't snow- have passports. It's a little. So tough. they so they so when it gets cold up there, they come down south. So are they actually snowbirds or are they actually ducks? Um. Well, you know, Based I mean, I guess the, I guess they the could be that, both. The ones that yeah, come down I think last. that's where yeah. the term yeah. snowbird came well, from. And yeah. and and snow, you know, the cold ducks don't really care about the cold as much as they they care about food and water. Uh, so what usually yeah they got happens, on a down jacket I mean come yeah on. right so the 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 cold's not that big a deal you know if a, if a duck has plenty of food and water it'll stay in negative degree temperatures if, mm. if there's open water and the food's not covered up but usually, what is, usually happens keyword is open water open water yeah that's important and but what usually happens is heavy snowfall covers up any you know any any ground cover and then mm. it also freezes up these potholes right so. You know, unusual years like last year. I'm sure on the commission, Tony might have heard complaints about how bad duck hunting was. Not just in Tennessee; it was pretty it was much across the, yeah. the, you know, the South. But you know, those ducks didn't have to fly south, and and they're naturally they're they're wired to. But if they, if they don't have to, they won't. Well, I mean, yeah, why travel if you don't need to? Which right. which brings me to I forget what year it was. And one of you gentlemen who's a more of a waterfowler than I am will have to remind me. It was one year when the Sandhills were open to hunting, but they didn't fly down. And Sandhill Crane Days was basically almost canceled because the time they set for Sandhill Crane Days, there were no cranes because of the warmer weather. Do you remember what? It would have been last year. Yeah, I think it was last year. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> it was, I didn't hunt them last year, I don't really know how it was, but. It was, no, it, was, it was it was a very bad year. Yeah, last there year there were cranes that came through, but not like normal. Yeah, but I think it was a year before that. There was like the numbers were way down, or or some year. I think it was a year or two before that. It just didn't get cold enough, like you said, to freeze up the water and force them to go south. It, you know, so it's all based on temperature and biology. I mean, they want to migrate, right? Well, the you know the the state did did a couple of things to, to help us hunters out a few years back. I guess it was two years back. They opened it up throughout the season um, instead of a restricted season date. So it's, mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, it goes with uh, ducks and geese, which gives us a bigger window, which helps us catch that. You know, sometimes they might normally be here, say, let's just say they come down for Christmas. Right. Well, if, if there's not any reason to fly down south yet, they might wait till New Year's, you know, but the, the season's closed. It's closed. So, yeah. Having that that wider range, which the state's done for um, teal too, for us. they widened our teal because you know before we we're kind of lucky in the state of Tennessee we get to kill three wood ducks, which a lot of states don't get to do, but we sacrifice some teal days, and right and the state gave those back to us a little to a degree, which helped hit that that migration because they pushed through. And it's frustrating you'd be out on the lake looking, scouting, oh, man, there's teal everywhere, and then they're gone, you know. So, or, or there's no teal, and then the two days after that wood duck season, they're here. So sure. it, it helped to have a bigger window. Yeah, and we use, we use all the 60 days on the sand yeah. hills, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it, that, that's a very beneficial to, you know, especially someone, you know, like myself who, who just can't get out and hunt every day you know kind of limited to weekends um then you know then then you get a better chance to to get on that target bird 
let me ask y'all a question since I've got two guys who actually do a lot of duck hunting. I'm a neophyte when it comes to waterfowl, but I think I have found my niche in that. I really enjoy all the aspects of it. Tony's an upland bird hunter. That's what he loves. That's his thing. Some guys, it may be deer. Deer may be their thing. Great, wonderful. I found my thing, and I love the sandhill cranes. I love, I've hit a few geese, stuff like that. What a, is there a moratorium on pintails right now? So I've got y'all in the house, so I'm going to be asking a lot of silly questions that are new, new person questions because I'm really wanting to become more of a waterfowl guy. Is there a moratorium right now on, at least in our area, on pintails? Or do we get pintails? Because I know at one time when I was living out in, in near Stuttgart, there was a, you know, one year you could hunt them, one year you couldn't. It, it, it depended on the year. Uh, pintails and canvasbacks and black ducks always have a restricted harvest. So, um, you know, there's in four mallards, and then, you know, you're allowed six ducks per day. But then there's right. certain species that are restricted to within that six. So, um, you know, pintails, I believe, will be one this year. Um, they've, you know, pintails, I believe, are one. Uh, I'd have to verify that. But redheads are usually two, and canvasback have been two. They might go back up down to one, though. That kind of fluctuated. I haven't, I, I, I haven't looked at that yet. It's just a few, you know, still about a month, month and a half out. Okay. Um, for us here, you know, in the mallards, you can only kill four. You know, only, um, you know, I think one, one hen. Um, so you can kill six ducks. But they can, there's certain species you can't kill six of. Right. It's kind of like kind of like trout. You can only have certain number of this species versus certain sure. brown trout versus rainbow trout, etc. Right. But we don't we don't get a lot of pintails. We we don't. Now that said, I have seen pintails in on Lake Chickamauga. I've killed sea ducks on Lake Chickamauga. So anything's possible. It's just rare. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. You know, there, there. We, I've seen snow geese. I've, I've killed old squall. Yeah, I saw some we, snow geese last year. Yeah, it's really uncommon, but they do, they do come through. Everything. Ha- I mean, it's just you know, there's no, there's no highways that just guaranteed you got to go this way. So they can, you know, I joke with people uh, and call Chattanooga the lost duck flyway. Um, and, you know, and that's that's somewhat true, but it's no, it <laughs> makes sense. It we makes do sense. have a little bit of a the Atlantic flyway kind of hoops up and and kind of hits the Tennessee River bend right near us. So we do because the Atlantic has, you know, uh, you know, ocean birds, seabirds on there. We do periodically get um, small groups of them. Um, I've killed um, surf scooters. Um, we've seen eiders, but not killed them. Um, I've killed golden, uh, uh, golden eye. I've killed long-tailed ducks or old squall. Is what you know they we've always called them, but we're not allowed to do that right. anymore. So it is reduced to uh, one pintail. One pintail, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but there's not a total moratorium when you can't shoot them. Not, not that, not that I know of. There's, there's not any this year. Um, they've lifted, you know, those over the years. Now, when when I first started duck hunting, there you couldn't, you know, and then canvas back were one, you know, and and over the years those that's gone in and out a couple of times too. Okay. They keep a good eye on numbers. So it's amazing. The the way they count these potholes, not just up north in in uh, Canada, but you know TWA does that too. They do duck counts, flyovers, and they they can kind of target certain species. You know, from the air, you can still you can kind of tell what's down there uh, from an aerial aerial view. So they do population counts, and then they kind of based on that they they set their their seasons. So, but you know, redheads, canvasback. And pintails, 
and black ducks have always had a low um, limit. But they're they're also kind of unusual for our, our area, except black ducks. We we do get some black ducks. So. Tell everybody about the event, how they get tickets to it, and then, uh, before we go to the break here, let Ed do that. Um, our events on October twenty fourth, um, Camp Jordan Arena. Doors open at 5 p.m. <clears throat> There's a couple different ways to get tickets. You can go to ducks.org. That's the easiest way. and Just uh, obtain them online there. Or you can call one of us. Um, give me a call. Uh, 423-994-5661. Ed Moss. Um, any of the guys in the committee. Um, you can send us a message on Facebook. Um, reach out to any of us. Uh, or even reach out to Tony or Rob here. They know how to get in touch with us and know how to, um, to um, you know, get you sent in the right direction to getting tickets. But we'd love to see everybody come out and support us. It is a great event. And I love the Camp Jordan Arena for you guys. It's been great. I, mean, I, you I, like I, was, that? I was always a big great. fan of, of, of the First Tennessee Pavilion or whatever it's called now. Yeah. No, but, and we still we still like that. Yeah, I lo- I lo- I always love the outdoor yeah. part of your event. I understand there's some logistics and and let's be honest, they're a pain in the butt to work with at times. Right. Well, we were hoping uh, maybe the, the new management might be different, and, but you and never know. Maybe. You never know. It's, it's all new now. It changes, but, and I get that. Yeah, but, but you're yeah. right. It was it, it felt good for us as yeah. on the committee, but it, hearing it from yeah. someone that just attended, oh, that's God. good to hear. I, yeah, I always, I even liked it when I liked you had to put on a jacket because it was still because yeah. there was yeah. one year it was it, it was, was not, it cold. was not cool. It was cold. Yeah. It, yeah. it was. And it was we nice. worried about that. It was know? nice. Yeah, it was covered, but it was also open enough to where you had to kind of worry about weather. So um, it, it is nice at Camp Jordan. We have a lot of space, which which helps. Um, you know, our vendors bring, they can bring tons of uh, stuff to look at. It helps with uh, just flow. Yeah. All right, we're going to go pay a bill or two, and when we come back, we'll be talking more with Ducks Unlimited, and, and I think Rob even has a story of a strange fish or two. I do, I do, and I'm look, I'm sitting here looking at the Ducks Unlimited event, and I'm looking at all these wonderful trips. You can go dove hunting in Argentina or hunt in Uruguay. There you go. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Since Tony Sanders Outdoors came on the air, Sportsman's Warehouse has been one of our premier sponsors as they were the first and longest-lasting large retailer in our area. They are your one-stop source for hunting and fishing equipment, firearms and supplies, camping, boating, outdoor clothing, and so much more. There are two differences about Sportsman's Warehouse, their people and their support of the conservation efforts that matter to you. No other retailer in our area supports locally like Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Ladies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 
423-280-3677. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Talking a little duck hunting this morning, and we are talking about the Ducks Unlimited Fall Flight Dinner and Auction that's going to be going on at Camp Jordan Thursday, October 24th, 2019. Doors open at 5 p.m. It's going to be a great event, and I'm noticing a lot of items on your website. For example, there are a lot of live auctions and trips. Uh, my first question is, uh, if you purchase your tickets before the 14th, which is coming up quickly, you qualify for an early bird gun, and it is a 22 Henry with silver receiver. It's a, it's a nice little gun. Um, What's the lead on a duck with a twenty two? Oh, well. I'm just asking. <laughs> you just wait for him to land at that point. Okay. If you're going to break the law, just you, might as well be unethical, too, right? Yeah, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. Go all the way. Because if you want to shoot him on the water, there's nothing illegal or wrong about that. So, <laughs> um, you know, some people need all the help they can get. I'm looking at so. some other, other wonderful guns. You got a. I'm looking. Yiditz? Yiditz? Yildez. 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 Yeah, Sorry. It's, uh, it's kind of a house brand. Um, <laughs> Y-I-L-D-I-Z. Okay, fair enough. And you got a Rite. From Academy. Yield is. It's yeah, a really the, good gun, over and under. Yeah. Another gauge, yeah. The, the, yeah, I don't know how to say it either, Rob. The Rite. Rite? Uh, yeah. It's Rite. An, it's an up-and-coming hot gun. Um, it's, a, it's a well-made. Uh, is it out of Turkey? It is. It is, yeah. And it's. Um, Did you buy it at the Tarjay? No, we did not get it at the Tarjay. Okay. Yeah, this but is it, a, uh, yeah, it's a new, it's a new and up and coming gun. A lot of waterfowlers are are really going crazy over it. the The good thing about it is you can remove the whole trigger assembly with the push of a little lever or button and clean it really well. Yeah. And you know how it is. You you go out and you're, you you get out in the water and stuff like that, and you got moisture going in, and that that trigger assembly can be a little challenge to clean on a Benelli or or any of your other ones. But this one, you can pop it out, clean it, oil it, get get a true cleaning all up and under it, and it's a it's a really hot item right now. So we're we're really excited to have it, and we'll be auctioning off chances for it. So you'll have multiple chances for that one. I'm sure there's there's waterfowlers that take good care of their guns and gear. I'm not one of them. Um, I, uh, I, I, Real use mold, them, baby. I use them like a tool and, uh, I, I do my best to not just blatantly abuse them, abuse them, okay. but I, I don't oil them and caress them. Like, uh, you know, some guys I hunt with, you know, it gets wet. It's gotta be put over a vent and you gotta get, the, it's, uh, it's lucky I take it out of the case at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm with you. It's I, utilitarian. I, you know, I mean, it. I, I get into these discussions. I had some guy ask me the other day, "How often do you clean your guns?" And I'm like, "Um, yeah, I, I'm the same way." And it's when and I it, need to. Now, when I was a kid, yeah. I don't know if my dad did it just just for fun, but after every hunt, I cleaned both guns. Sure, you know, and I think it just was he was helping install, you know, take care of what you got, and, I, and you know, and, and now all the guns I most of the guns I hunt with, I purchase with my own money, so it's. I guess it's up to me as to what I do with them. But that said, they don't, you know, they just don't need as much cleaning oil, honestly, as I think a lot of people think. No, and and because it's not something that I necessarily enjoy. It's something I need right. to do, so I do it. I usually but, clean mine once right. a season. 
I, I, I clean mine at the end of the season. Yeah. I really do. That's Same how now. I do mine. And, and I, now I keep like silicone rags, right. and I'll just wipe it down and throw it in the case. Now, yeah. if it gets rained on and all that stuff, that's a whole different animal. No, just yeah. I do day try. in day use. Yeah, you know, one time I I had we had a really long hunt here on Chickamauga when I was younger, and you know we did one of those put in a lot of effort and not a lot of reward. It rained on us, and got back to my buddy's house, and I was like, oh, I left my gun in the boat. I tell you, why don't you when you get your gun and take out the case, why don't you take mine out of the case too, and just put it inside, whatever. And I get we go back next the next weekend, a week later. It's like, hey, where where'd you put my gun? He goes, uh, yeah, our guns are both still in the boat. And uh, that's why I have a very nice over and under that has been camo dipped. So they will rust. I mean, yeah, yeah. But uh, so you mean you camo dipped it after that? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Nature took care of uh, the bluing on that particular over under. It was patina. Uh, it's patinaed. It parkerized it for you. Yes, yes. <laughs> that particular over under has been um, very nice. Bought it brand new, gorgeous gun, and then it's also been uh, bed liner sprayed. It's been cerakoted, rattle canned, and now we're uh, on camo dip. A funny story. <laughs> so, we were in. It now weighs three pounds more than. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've stripped it. all that off every time. Yeah, <laughs> you guys were speaking of that. We were hunting in Arkansas. It's been a couple of years ago, right right around Stuckart. It was just a monsoon that day, just rain, rain, rain. <clears throat> and everybody comes back out of the field that afternoon. All these guys are going over there taking their, their, their shotguns apart and spraying them and cleaning them. I walk in, open my action, spray some real mole in the action down the barrel, and I'm good to go. Those same guys that were over there taking all those apart and doing all that, <clears throat> the next morning they were jamming up, doing all that. I'm, I'm cycling <laughs> on. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. You need to take care of your gear. And, and, and there's little hacks and, you know, little quick things. Like you said, you know, just spray some rim oil in there or whatever the case is. But, I mean, you know, at the end of the season when you put it away, yeah, you need to do the good cleaning. And I actually got a phone call this week. A guy called me and said, hey, I hear you're a fisherman. And my first thought was, well, obviously you don't know me because you you would obviously know that, yes, I'm a fisherman. He, a friend of mine said, hey, you know a lot about fishing. I said, yeah. He said, well, I got this. I got this rod, and he said, the cork is really dark and dirty. And he says, I can see fingerprint, you know, like where somebody's been holding it for years and years. He goes, is there any way to clean cork? I said, sure. I said, you got a toothbrush? He goes, yeah. I said, you got some toothpaste? He said, yeah. I said, take it to it. Hmm. And the guy called me back like a day or two later said, that's amazing. How did you know? Well, just take the toothbrush to it. I mean, you know, at the end of the season, yeah, I'll clean all my fly rods and wipe them down real good. But there really is no end of the season, so I'll do it like once a year. Yeah, I know. Well, no, you have to wash your fly line every now and again so, because you get that you get that garbage Wait on your. Wait a minute! F- I throw my fly line out in the water. <laughs> Why do I need to wash it? Well, the, the water has has that all that green mucky ooze, uh, probably a few remnants of giardia, and after a while, it just starts getting sticky. So if you put it in the sink and just kind of wash it off and, and run a cloth over it, it actually shoots through the guides a lot better, and you can cast a lot farther. You know, I'm yeah. losing audience right and left. I, I don't clean uh, my guns. I don't clean my <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never cleaned a fishing rod. I, I do have to admit that. <laughs> That's why I can't get those tight loops in my that casting. That must be I it. It's, yeah. not a, it's not, you know. Any you know it's a, that it's equipment down. failure. It's, yeah, exactly. it's not the man. It's the equipment exactly. failure. You haven't cleaned your line. Hey, now your your pro tip there, you know. Oil, There's your pro oil tip. Your fishing line. Oil. I will say. Actually, yeah, I use Armor All on my fly line. 
I will armor all because one, it makes it water resistant. Two, it makes it slip through those guides like nobody's business. Hmm. So, learn something new. Yep, learn something new for sure. Yeah. And speaking of fish, we've we've had a report of as we promoted a invasive species found in Georgia. A northern snakehead, actually two, were confirmed in Gwinnett County. Uh, an angler reported catching a northern snakehead, an aquatic invasive species, in a pond located on private property in Gwinnett County, according to the Georgia DNR. This is the first time the fish has been confirmed in Georgia waters. Basically, what the DNR is telling you, if you catch a northern snakehead, first thing you need to do is do not release it, and in the press release do not release it is in all caps so don't release it second thing kill it immediately because they can survive on land they suggest freezing it but beheading works a lot even even better and if possible take pictures of the fish and include close-ups of the fin mouth and tail and send it to the georgia dnr this is the frankenfish that you've heard of and if snakehead get into a water system they will be the only species left in that water system they are the terrible species with big sharp teeth and the only issue is that everybody says they're catching snakehead more than likely you caught our native bowfin you need to tell learn to tell the difference between the two there there are significant differences but you have to learn what the differences are so if you think you caught a snakehead in Georgia, please report it to the DNR. None have been found in Tennessee as of yet, but if these fish do manage to get into a watershed, uh, several states have been battling them, including Maryland and Pennsylvania, where they have gotten into watersheds, and they are the only thing that's in there, period. They eat everything, anything and everything, and they will be they will destroy a fishery very quickly. Aren't they from China? They are from Southeast Asia, I believe Thailand to be specific. Wow, aren't we get a lot of things from there. Asian carp? Yeah. Kudzu? Kudzu. Hey, those yeah. Asian carp are no joke. Uh, We've had a steak. bugs, aren't they from, from the boat? Do what? Don't steak bugs from over there, too? I think so. No, we got the Japanese uh, ones that look like uh, ladybugs, but they're not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are oranges ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those things stink. Yeah. So there you go. Stay away from. It's a serious looking fish. And and, and the problem is, is, is like most invasive species they are contained until they're not right so all right tony sanders outdoors we'll be right back campfires are burning we're gathered round in chairs babies fertilizer in cleveland tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies they are experts in fertilizer lawn chemicals mulch stone and all your commercial lawn care needs they have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company your customers will be happy with the great results and so will you babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area go with the pros at baby fertilizer 472-5491 472-5491 and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com Horses warehouse has always supported the chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups wild game dinners youth events and much much more Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. 
Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors hanging with you on this Saturday morning. Do you in the house? Did we ever introduce you guys? Yeah, you said we were here. I know. Do you? Do you? Tell everybody this, this, this sultry voice before we come to Barry on the phone who they're hearing. Well, this is Chris Sanders. My other brother. Yeah. Yep. We are not related. Everybody nope. in Chattanooga Outdoors thinks Everybody. we are related. We run in the same circles. It gets really confusing. <laughs> Hell, I think soon I'm just going to be like, yeah, that's, that's my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> uncle, I Tony. Get asked all, uncle Tony. I get to ask all the time. Uncle I just Tony. say, I said, you know what? I can't claim Tony. I would if I could. But, uh, uh, you know, love him to death, but we're not related. They just go, really? Okay. Yeah, funny. really. Yeah, I always get Are you related to Chris Henderson? Nope. Yeah. You answered that off quick. I said, I'm not related to anybody in this city. Uh, I'm just not. The only Sanders I'm related to the city are my immediate family. Yeah, Ed, I don't have the same way. We don't have extended family. So, Ed and Ed Moss. <laughs> okay, there we go. Ed. That's all you need, Ed Moss. The end. Renowned. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's our area chairman. For those that are interested, uh, he's the sucker at the moment. Hey Barry, how are you doing? Oh, uh, doing pretty good. This fine morning, headed to the woods. Well, good for you. Awesome. What are we chasing? Uh, hey, two, two things. One, I heard y'all's uh, Sportsman's Warehouse promo talking about being at the Wild Game Dinners. Have you guys heard who's going to be at the Silverdale Baptist Wild Game Dinner this year? Speaker. I have not. Well, it will be Jimmy Houston. Oh, really? Cool. Oh, neat. So we've got Jimmy Houston booked for this year, so it's going to be a great time out there. I met him back in, uh, I think it was May when they were up in Dayton fishing. Super nice guy. So looking forward to having him come and speak and, and uh, all the fun stuff that we do out there. And the second thing is, um, you guys are talking about the snakehead being caught on a private pond. Yes, if that's that correct. pond didn't have any water water in, any creek streams in, anything like that, someone had to put those fish there. I would be investigating that. They they definitely are, uh, but they do, I, I'm not sure about the pond. I've got no other information other than what's been given in the reports. I don't know if it is connected or if it's spring-fed or if it is like an oxbow or what. But, yeah, more than likely, well, they're, they're not indigenous here, so somebody obviously put them there. They may have gotten right. too big and released them, so you, that's very true. But if it floods, that's how we, I mean, if you get a good flood, these fish can travel. And these fish can actually travel over land because they've got a third lung and can be on land for several days at a time. So they can actually wiggle and waddle and if you know go from one oxbow lake to another oxbow lake if they don't like the conditions. They can go over land. But if you get a big flood, I mean, that's how we got tilapia and old hickory. That's how we got our problem with the silver carp was it was in Arkansas, and they had all these silver carp. It flooded, and they got into the Mississippi and went everywhere from there. So... They're trying right. to they're trying to nip this in the bud. But while I got you on the phone, can you give me the date? I'm right. I'm typing this in right it's now. The first Saturday of February. Okay, first Saturday. Fe- of February. Yeah, February February the eighth. February the eighth. It'll be the second Saturday. Yeah, this I year. think the first Saturday is like the first, and then we're going to be on the eighth. Okay, so I so, got it down. Silver Silverdale Wild Game Dinner, uh, Silverdale Baptist Church, and doors open at. Uh we haven't got that far yet. You know, the we're beauty of this the, is... We're still in the planning phases of everything. Okay. Uh, we, we like to uh, tweak stuff here and there. So uh, once we get all that detailed information available, I can pass it along to you or, or one that. of the other guys can. Uh, tickets will likely go on sale right after the first of the year. Okay. Well, I got it down on the calendar now, so it's official. Well, Barry, I'm, I'm excited for two things. One, Jimmy Houston is a hoot. 
Uh, and number He's two, number two, the is. fact that you're not on the same night as Bayside again this year. This is kind of cool to get to go to both. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, a buddy of mine came to, came up to fish the uh, FLW tournament uh, out of Florida, and we were standing there talking and, and uh, talking to his wife and stuff as, as he was coming in. And Jimmy Houston was standing there just kind of shooting the breeze with us. And, and he walked away, and she looked at me, and she said, and this was before we had him booked. She said, if you ever want someone to speak at your church that lives every day for the Lord, Jimmy Houston's your guy. He is. Uh, he's a great guy. He really is. So I'm, like I said, I'm excited about it, looking forward to it. Barry, thank you, man. Y'all have a good one. Thanks. You know, we didn't ask him what he was going hunting for. I'm sure it's deer, surely. You got small games on Squirrels. Squirrels open. True. So. I'm, I'm going to deer woods this weekend, too. Hey Ross, how are you? Good morning, fellas. You know this to hear is, you guys this is, talking it up. This is cheating, Ross. If you yeah. want to be on the radio show, get your butt up early and come in here. <laughs> well, actually, I'm headed to work at Sequoia Nuclear Station. We're in a outage out here, so uh, just got a few minutes before I walk in here and work the next twelve hours. So, <laughs> I wish I could be there. Is that supposed to make me feel safer that he's working at the plant near my house? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. My question is: They've got an outage. Don't they have power? Did they not pay the bill? What's the deal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, every once in a while you have to refuel, and that's what's going on. There's a lot of traffic on the roads out here at Sequoia Access and other yes, roads too. But just want to plug the uh, event that's coming up on, and appreciate uh, Ed and uh, Chris getting in there, telling everybody about it, and. As y'all know, I went with Richard. Richard was on your show a few weeks ago in Argentina, and it's it's a trip of a lifetime. If that's on your bucket list, it's well worth the money. It's an exciting, uh, well-presented uh, trip. Like I say, all these trips that we have are through uh, Ducks Unlimited providers that have been proven out that, you know, are A1 top-class providers. Um the South Dakota trip in Chamberlain is excellent. We got a yield ease twenty eight over and under that goes with that. Uh it's a four day, three day hunt, uh four night uh, for the folks. All exclusive, you know, everything's paid for. I mean money it comes to food, lounging, uh your bed and everything. So but anyway, I just wanted to plug that along with um he's talking about the wire game dinner next spring you know our chapter chattanooga chapter here with sportsman's warehouse we're partnering with them again and really excited about this we've got uh they've donated they're the premier sponsor for the this event again and we've got 300 kids it's all free and the reason it's free is because of all our sponsors and sportsman warehouses being the biggest sponsor of course for the last this is going on four years strong so, in the state of Tennessee, uh, from zero to 17, what we call Green Wing and Varsity groups have really come on strong, and we know that provides future for our habitat providers, caretakers. Absolutely. What's the date on that, Ross? It's March 14th. It'll be at Covey Creek Farm again. Got to thank Mr. Donnie Covey for. He provides that farm to us that day, and like I say, it's a free event. Uh, our, our outreach is to get the kids and their parents out there 
to see an opportunity to catch a fish, which y'all saw last year with the trout, which was very exciting, shoot a clay or BB gun, uh, ride a bike. I mean, it's, watch some retrieving from the retrieving clubs. I mean, it's just an exciting day, really, for us. And one other thing I want to mention real quick is Harrison Elementary. We're partnered with them along with uh, Enterprise South Nature Center uh, to put up uh, wood duck boxes to increase habitat here in the area. We've got 15 wood duck boxes. The woods and everything's been donated by uh, Enterprise South, and we're partnering with them, the fifth grade over there, it's, uh, where they can be a STEM school. So, like I say, it's just, it's just more than just one or two things that this chapter is involved in. It's really many things across here the local area. Uh, no doubt. You guys do a lot of good work for youth and for just hunting in general. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Appreciate you guys there on board. And uh, like I say, I, I'm going to walk in here and go to work and hopefully keep you things uh, safer or the, for the TVA providers. <laughs> like I said, this is my 42nd year with TVA. It's hard to believe. Uh, four decades, almost half a century that <laughs> I'm going on. And uh, like I say, it's a, it's a, you know, clean power, nuclear power. So we're, I think we're very beneficial to have that uh, in our area, really. Ross, thank you so much, man. See you, Ross. All right. You guys take See care. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Final break of the hour. We'll be right back on Tony Sanders Outdoors. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to do with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors hanging with you this Saturday morning, just a couple minutes before the the top of the hour break. we got uh, Ducks Unlimited, Chris and Ed in the house talking about what's going on. Their event's coming up on the 24th of October at Camp Jordan Arena. Get tickets, go to ducks.org ducks.org and buy them that way or give any of these guys a call and they'll take care of you you can find all this information uh at their website or facebook page it's really easy uh just look for chattanooga ducks unlimited and it comes up quickly yeah just google's and, and it'll pop up you know the camp ducks. jordan ducks. stuff is is really kind of a cool place it uh, is we, we, it doesn't work for every event um i've actually tried to encourage um Safari Club, I think it would work for them, too, the way they yeah. do their event with all the the big vendors coming in with all the big displays of, of, of animals and right. stuff. And like you guys, they usually have vehicles and trailers and all this stuff there. So I think it would be a good event for them there, too. Well, you know, there's a lot to think about when you pick an event. So you got to be somewhere people can get in and out, parking, cost. Yep. I mean, there, there's a lot more than just somewhere that, you know, 
is cheap, you know, but you got you got to think oh, about you got food. You, you got you got to get with. your food in there. You got to get all your vendors in there. You got to get all your people in and out easily. Because if someone comes to an event and it's just pack, pack, you know, um, and parking's difficult and all that, they'll second guess it next year. Sure. Yeah. And or you know, I mean, people that don't have, that. I mean, you know, we've all been guilty of this. You know, you don't have tickets. You can buy them at the door. You pull up and it's just a nut house in the parking lot, and you're like. Uh, no, you just go home. Yeah, you know why? So I mean, it, it, last year it was a great fit for us. We were we were excited to see uh, you know all our supporters out there, and we're looking forward to it this year. Um, you know, doors open at five on that Thursday, the twenty fourth. Um, you want to come early, help out, <laughs> spend money. You show up whenever you want. That's but right. uh, five o'clock is when officially <laughs> it opens. We will. <laughs> we'll be there early that morning. Yeah. You will not be turned and away. No, yeah, if you want to put out chairs, whatever, we'll be there. Someone will for sure. Uh, it you know. I've been doing this for a long time with Ducks Unlimited, uh, over a decade, and Ed's been on a pretty good time as well. And, you know, obviously you guys know, too, what it takes to put one of these on behind the scenes. A lot and, of work. And we're just lucky. You know, Ducks Unlimited has been a, a pretty good-sized banquet for a long time in Chattanooga. And uh, You know, I remember before they all kind of joined forces, we used to do them at our club at Holland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the years, North River. Ago. The yeah. North River chapter and. They had uh, lots of little sub chapters and yeah, and that kind they of kind of combined several years ago. They so. did, yeah. No, we know we're still like when you do our paperwork for like on our end, we're still under that original Lookout Mountain charter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's kind of weird, interesting. <laughs> All right, what do we have coming up on the calendar besides the DU event? Well, we got the Fly Fishing Film Tour coming up uh, November eighth. That's going to be at the Camp House at one forty nine East MLK. Doors open at seven. Early seating for VIPs is a little bit earlier. And that's all, all right. we got so all right. far. Cool. We'll see you in just a few minutes. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors, your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, hang with you this Saturday morning. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're laughing. If you, if you want to see a good laugh, Go to about the first two minutes of the show on Facebook, and you will you will see um, the host throwing a hissy fit. <laughs> At least I didn't have to duck the headphones this time. At least they went straight down, <laughs> straight down, Very, real hard, yes. real hard. <laughs> yeah, um, they may duck that from uh... <laughs> from your big radio paycheck you're getting. Because I'm, I'm sitting over here, if anybody looks at me, I do not have a nervous tick on my right side. <laughs> there is a wire that's loose on these headphones, and I will get sound out of one ear, and then it'll go two for just a second. So it's really I'm messing with... Jesse's not watching you to go to music every time Yeah, that's does. what I'm afraid of at some point. <laughs> All right, time to go to break at two minutes after. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah, that's our signal. It, for those of you who are not in the radio world, we tap our earphone to let the producer know Instead of saying, hey, we're going to break, we kind of tap the earphone, and that's kind of the the international, hey, we want to go to break thing. But I keep reaching for my ear, and I try to keep my hand down so he doesn't see it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting like, I'm getting stereo, and then all of a sudden I'll get this like weird mono thing. So these headphones may go. I've never thrown a set yet, but I'm getting awful <laughs> close this morning. The, the, he, he was joking. 
Uh, it, some of the best radio doesn't ever go out over the air. Uh, you remember the time you were trying to adjust your volume? <laughs> yeah, now that was funny. No, that was not funny. The, if, for those uh, who are looking on Facebook, the two volume controls are right here. Tony's trying to adjust his volume, and he can't. He's having trouble. He can't hear. He keeps going. Turns down all the way up, down all the way up, and he's going. Something's wrong, and I'm over here. My ears are bleeding because he's <laughs> he's using my knob, and I'm getting this. Well, I'm getting this. You welcome. probably Tony, legitimately couldn't get here. Well, no, right? he couldn't. And my ears, <laughs> I got blood coming out because it just went from nothing to it wasn't, everything. It wasn't changing at all. So it was pretty fun. But no, there was uh, there was one Saturday when, much like this morning, the the headphones were giving me a hard time and. I ducked it. I literally I, had to I, duck it. I did. I threw them and bounced them off the wall. I was not a, was not a happy guy. Well, it happened. I mean, we don't use a lot of equipment here in, in the studio. Headphones is like the pre- premier piece of equipment that we need. It, it's just kind of important. You know, yeah. you could probably. And I mean, if you look at yours, bring look, your own, like a you know, bring it in like in a gold case. You know, your your. We've, fancy, we've we've done that before, Tony. Fancy uh, personal headset. Well, I have them. I yeah. have them. I just not with me. This <laughs> if I had had them today, I would have just calmly took the, the ones that I had on and well, moved I'm, them and put the new ones in and move on. But selfishly, I'm kind of glad you didn't have them because it was way more entertaining for me. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a highlight of the morning. <laughs> hey, yeah, oh, I, that's part of my job. You're gonna get up this early. All I'm right, gonna, I'm gonna entertain you. Then he said, "Gosh darn it." Yeah, he, that's yeah. I heard it too, just like that. Yeah, he said, "Shoot darn and drat," all in the same sentence. And then he prayed real hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, count so. to ten. Count to ten. I just lost. I just lost more audience, right? <laughs> oh, Lord. oh, the those uh, those those funny guys. Blame it on the DU boys from DU's yep. are here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Duck boys. What did they say that one year at the NRA event? The the ducks are angry. I think you were. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, the choo choo. We were uh, we were winning. We were getting real close to winning and not winning. We're like, oh yeah, making a lot of moaning and you know excitement. And uh, I, I think someone at our table it actually ended up winning the gun. I think it was Andy. Andy always wins. Andy always yeah. wins. I don't know how you guys or your listeners do, but I I buy a lot of just chances on things i like supporting you know the organizations out there in chattanooga and uh i don't ever win i, I don't you know how long um, i've been trying to get a yeti cooler <laughs> you know how many decades yeah. i've been trying to get right. a yeti cooler? Yetis he could have just bought oh uh, shit yeah <laughs> right right you know <laughs> the one just, time if he just done one of your du sponsorship deals yeah i would yeah, yeah. We'll hook you up. It'd been a lot cheaper well you know i i've started like when i come to your events i've tried to start buying like a live auction item with the one where you get a chance at a gun, yeah, Ver, you know, just spend, spend, you know, what usually between two hundred, around two hundred dollars average, you'll get that chance, and try to do that, and then at least that way you go home with a quality item sure. or yeah. something, you sure. know, yeah. And no, I, it, I'm like you, I don't win much. I, don't, I just don't. Now what? How many guns did you win up at Athens? Well, that's different. How that's many different. years? <laughs> how many years did you go there, and how many guns in wait, a row did you win? Wait, hey, hey, Rob, it's not considered winning if you. Lay down your uh, Visa card. Yes, and, uh, <laughs> I just I buy them. I just buy them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I I I don't win often. I have won, yes, but that's a function of playing. I mean, like Chris says, if you if you yeah. if you get into the uh, the the drawings, then you have a chance. You know how many tickets yeah. I put in that Yeti over the years to win that thing? I told you, you know, so just I know, so but what, but you, it doesn't you say the sportsmen's about their. 
Yeah, I went to Sportsman's their brand, and bought their brand, and it's actually better, and yeah. they actually support the Second Amendment, unlike Yeti. So. Yeah, true, yeah, right. true, true. And now, true. although um, I've started a collection, so if uh, any other outdoor organizations want to participate in this, um, my cooler does go to several places in the spring, including Psycho Fly Fishers. Right now, I have a Sportsman's Warehouse logo sticker on mm-hmm. it because it didn't come with one, but Carl was nice enough to give me a Sportsman's Warehouse sticker. I've got uh, Quail Forever, Ducks Unlimited, Trout Unlimited. So if you, I need a, if, and if our, any of our uh, NWTF guys are out there, could use a sticker for my cooler. So I'm going to make my cooler look like one of the old trunks that you look know, like you, an NASCAR car. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, you know, yeah. and just for the record. Quail Unlimited has been out of business for Quail Forever, years. son of a gun. I keep it's Quail. I, it was Quail Unlimited. And that's yeah. why I'm stuck on Close. it. And I belong yeah. to Trout Unlimited, and we've got Ducks Unlimited. <laughs> We're unlimited, but except for Quail, and now they're forever. We <laughs> hope. <Yo. sighs> at least it's not. At least it's not. At least it's not loader muzzle season. So hey, loader, on the yeah, bright side. Uh. <laughs> I had trouble with that last year. I could not say muzzle loader season to save my life last year. I don't know what I would read the statistics and go. I'd look at it and go loader muzzle, and I did it not once. I did it like three Saturdays in a row, and then because of the wild game dinners, I I think I upset some of our friends out at Silverdale because I said that Silverdale was the Wild Baptists were having a dinner out there. <laughs> Oh man, live radio man! I bet yep. you have uh, people looking for another I, uh, season. Yeah, Bab just yeah. <laughs> you have you have seven seconds yeah. to kill whatever you yeah. said, and that's, but after that, it's out it's, there it's forever. Yeah, that, forever. <laughs> and it's on tape somewhere. Uh, I got uh, I got a good Baptist joke. I'll tell you later. It's clean, but uh, I'm not going to take up your time on a joke. Let's talk about uh, some of the things uh, that will be available. We talked a little bit earlier about the guns, but we have yeah. a new audience in the second hour, so. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that, the hunts, whatever you want to talk about. So if you can, go to ducks.org, buy your tickets now for our October 24th uh, event. Um, if you buy them by the 14th, you'll be entered to win a Old Henry Gold. It's not a Golden Boy, but it is a 22, but it's it a silver boy. edition, yeah, and, it's, it's edition. and it's engraved with the DU stuff. It's actually a very nice little gun. Something called Silver Boy? Edition. It's Silver Boy, I think, yeah. maybe, yeah, yeah. but it's it's identical to the Golden Boy, but just silver. But this one's engraved with DU um uh, logo and some scenes on the side. It's a neat little gun, and uh, that's being given away just for buying your ticket early. Um, so buy them at ducks.org. Uh, come see us October 24th. Now, when you get there, we will have our tier raffle. That's the the big raffle that um, everyone always uh, talks about. We um, will have God, how many guns? Like usually oh, four geez. or five top end guns. I think yeah. we got generator up there. Got a super black eagle three and the and the new Optifate camo up there. Yeah. A lot of people are that that uh, like Ratay that we talked about in the first hour. Ratay going to be on the our, our live auction, live action, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll have chances of that. So it's a it's a good chance to pick up a, a hot new gun. Um, Several good hunts. Yeah, bona fide hunts, not just someone that you know five the five the night donated to our event these are bonafide through ducks you know ducks unlimited the price on these hunts um you 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 can't beat them you you can't like ross called in earlier and i know him and richard and charlie and all went down there and uh on this exact hunt and it was first class and you you can't you can't beat these deals in this hunt and then there's a a trip of choice and you have to excuse me i forget all the places uh i know it's in One's Costa Rica, Cosmail, but there's there's like eight or nine places you can go. On a non-hunting trip, just a, yes, a vacation a type vacation. trip. Yeah. So if you have, and I think it's for eight people, and yeah. it's 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 a steal. I mean, you you go in eight people and it's a steal. But 
We've got a lot of trips. We've got also got our, our, our you know, Ducks Unlimited prints of the year, the knife of the year, the, the, the really collectible, hard-to-get um, prints and, and, and items. It's going to be some of that will be on a live auction. And we'll have our silent auction also. Going Tons on of decoys there. and camo. Yeah, decoy of the year, all the decoys. Yeah, so you know, it, it's it's a huge, it's a great event. Uh, and, Lots and, of and Chris, Chris and I, know, Ed, before I even got to know you, Chris and I would talk about we, you know, go to a lot of different events to see what do, works well and what doesn't. That's right. Your raffle has always been huge. It's mm-hmm. our it's our bread and butter. Yeah, we, we dump more money into that raffle than anything else, and but you make it pays more it money. pays back for yeah. us. You know, so. Um, because you know, I, have co- multiple, I copied your raffle. Oh, I would too. I would hands yeah. down. It's the best yeah. thing we do, and it's and we've done it well for quite a while. But we throw a lot of money at it. So what yeah, that means do. is you got when you buy in, you're looking at a lot of good I- items, right? And that's you know, and and you know, just like everyone else, I want to win. I don't want to just give my money away. Sure. Um, but it, you know, if I don't win, you know, I, I have the I guess the the good feeling that I know that Ducks and Lemonade is doing a good job with the money they earn, um, and, and 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 it's a chance. It's entertainment, just like going to see a movie. When you go see a movie, you pay X amount of dollars. When I go to one of these events, I take X amount of dollars, you know, and say I'm walking away happy either way. Well, and, one of the things that um, that I took from besides the raffle, the other thing I took was the buy it now, the raffle package, but get something back. Right. I still yeah. use. My waiter bag I got one year for two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. You got tickets and the waiter bag. Yeah, well, I it, still use it. I love it. You know, we all have you do know those fifty dollar flashlights and things, but yeah. we do try to make some nicer, sure, higher end you know type packages because at least you have something. You know, I mean, you're not going to go home feeling good about a two hundred fifty dollar right. waiter bag, but it, it's better than dead paper. Yep. You know. So come down and see it. Check it out. If you've never seen our uh, tier, it's literally set up like a tier. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. the the nicest, best things are higher up in the air than anything else. Yep. And uh, different color buckets. It's real simple. Um, you know, we, it, it it's a it's a it's a good event. You can get into the tier raffle as cheap as fifty bucks, yep. and we'll go up from there. And you, you can get your tickets by going to ducks.org. Absolutely, ducks.org. Um, there's links on there. You can find your local event on there. That it'll have yeah, a my Facebook state. page, your Facebook yeah. page, Facebook. everybody's Facebook page has it. Ed, Ed Moss, Chris Sanders, you know Ross Malone. Um, if you can find any of us on Facebook, we'll direct you the right way. I'm sure you and Rob can get someone in touch. Absolutely, with us. absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to go pay some bills. We'll be right back on Tony Sanders Outdoors. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Ladies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. 
Go with the pros at Baby Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com. Sports' Warehouse is always supporting the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Got Ducks Unlimited in the house talking about their event, which is coming up October 24th out at Camp Jordan. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful event. Uh, also coming up uh, is the Fly Fish and Film Tour on the 8th of November. It's going to be at the camp house at 149 East MLK. Doors open at 7 o'clock, but VIP start seating starts a little bit earlier than that. Then on January 18th and 19th, it is the 29th annual Tennessee Sandhill Crane Days Festival out at the Hiawassee Refuge. All kinds of great things going on out at the Crane Festival. Again, that's going to be the 18th and 19th of January, and that goes from 5 a.m. I'm sorry, check that, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Always wonderful things, lots of music, lots of food, lots of, they have a great Raptor show usually out there. TWA is always out there to talk to people. So be sure and mark your calendars 18th and 19th for the 29th annual Sand Hill Festival Crane Days. What, uh, there was, what was the story that we were, I told you to put in Wild Outdoors? Because uh, it, it was pretty cool. Uh, wild Outdoors, hang on just a second. Maybe he didn't. Maybe I didn't. I'm not sure which one. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'll find it. I'll I knew it at the time. Okay. Keyword. 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 Yeah, keyword. <laughs> Sounds <It> was, like. <laughs> it was not idiots outside or any of that. It was, but it was wild outdoors. I thought it was. I thought it was a cool story. Hmm. It, it, oh well. Oh well. It may have been in for the last couple of weeks. I don't know. But no, it was. We talked on the phone this week. Yeah, I remember that. But I've and slept I, since then. So have you. <laughs> Maybe it came to you in a dream. I don't know. Well, maybe you just didn't do anything. <laughs> that, that could be very possible as well. Let me look. Let me let me look at that some of the news. Couldn't be that right? <laughs> he, he he was standing in the in the river when you when you called uh, him on that one. No, that, no, that's a good possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was saying in the first hour that the um, uh, commission has been up at the pothole region, and it's it's been pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the cranes. I've been, they, they've been, they've been, they've been knocking some cranes out of the sky. Have they? And, oh man! And and wow. and ducks. It, I tell you, you know, as a as a waterfowler, just a just someone who loves to shoot. You know, um, one of my friends says, uh, you know, oh, Chris likes to kill anything with feathers, and they're not wrong, um, but uh, that's just not how I describe it. But <laughs> it cracks me up, anyways. And uh, um, watching a crane. Oh wow! That's a, Tony showed me a picture. That's an amazing <laughs> picture. <of the laughs> Wait till I get to the ducks. That you'll yeah, like that even the, more. Watching a crane, you know, when you get a crane in close, 
there's a, there's a couple things. They're they're big. They're very big. And then the that trill, that noise they make, you can hear them when they look like they're mile up. When they're within shotgun range at twenty to thirty yards, and they make that trill, it sounds like a train just coming down your barrel. Oh yeah. And and then you know watch you know getting the the pull trigger and drop one and watching them you know just kind of fall out of the sky with all of those legs and wings. It's like a it's a it's a very unique it's really uh, it's unique right. opportunity really cool. so um i'm super excited that we were able to do it i think it's fun to uh when a when a like when a mallard cups his wings and locks in and you know they're coming in that is so exciting but oh, when yeah. a daggum crane does it at about 500 yards away <laughs> it takes forever for me to get there <laughs> it looks yeah. like a, looks like an airplane landing yeah. it's like oh it's it's just it's way well, the first time they did that to me it was like a series of emotions like i got all jacked up and then i had long enough to get settled back down and then as they got close i got all jacked back up again it's crazy it takes a long time for a crane to circle in that's for sure <laughs> yeah but kind of hover it, but if if a it, it, like like tony says if a mallard Locking its wings and just deciding it's your decoy spreads where it's coming. If that gets you fired up, a crane's going to do it. I guarantee it. You should. You ought to. You ought to be out there trying it every year. Oh, get absolutely. It, get it on the draw. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, and there's some. There's still people that are. Uh, I talked to some some people at a club I'm a member of, and uh, their first year getting the crane tag this year, and they're pumped. Oh yeah. You know, so I, uh, I think there's one or two guys we're gonna I'm gonna take out, and we're gonna try to give them their first. Crane I got a and, call from a guy. Um, uh, yesterday, or, or Thursday, I guess, and uh, he's in Alabama. Yeah. And I was quoted in the article uh, in Alabama Outdoors about crane hunting, and uh, and so he called me. He tracked me down on Facebook and and wanted to talk to me, and he is so excited about cranes because he got drawn. He's one of the four hundred in Alabama that got oh, drawn, wow. and he is just stoked right and uh, so it's uh it's it's been it was kind of fun to have a conversation with him yesterday morning and as i was driving in and it kind of got me fired up because our crane season's not that far away so no i i got this the the stinky fish this year no no cranes for me oh no yeah i'm sorry uh, you, didn't, you didn't go i, I it was went. my daughter's birthday right. so I, I had to make big life decisions there and uh but, I, but then I put it on my before noon did she uh it was going to be difficult. It was, gonna be, it was going to put me in a really, really bad position. I understand. I understand. I'm good at that already. I don't need any help. So. <laughs> hey, David, how are you? Good morning, folks. How's everybody? Wonderful. Good, good, good. Uh, listen, I'm not a duck hunter, but I still appreciate what you guys do because it's all to do with the outdoors, and it's just awesome. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. David, uh, you, listen, are you excited? Go ahead. Are you excited about Monday and Tuesday? Man, I am pumped up. You just can't believe my wife's excited. I'm getting her up at about 3 o'clock Monday morning, and we're doing sausage and biscuits and ham and biscuits. and <laughs> Bring the mustard. to work for two mornings. There you go. Uh, what we're talking about, <laughs> David, uh, this is David, who is a, a longtime listener to the show. And uh, where, where are you calling from today? Well, I just uh, got in the outskirts of Atlanta. I've been oh. coming down 85 out of South Carolina watching this beautiful hunter's moon set over here. Just It's, it's always fun watching to it settle in. Watch find, out for snakehead. It's always fun to find out where oh, David yeah. is, is, is calling from. But David actually um, 
is coming up, and he will be one of the guides for the warrior hunt for the next two days on Monday and Tuesday, along with Rob. Rob will be guiding for that, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a pretty cool deal. But I did that last year, and it was very rewarding. I oh yeah, enjoyed it. Oh yeah, it, it, it's really awesome. The uh, matter of fact, the fellow I hunted with last year, Josh, um, he's on his way from Texas right now. He's going to spend the night with us tonight, and because uh, he's got a very very long drive, and he's in route overnight tonight, and he's going to crash at our house Saturday night, and then. Uh, you know, do the regular deal the rest of the week there. But uh, I'm excited to see him again. We've been staying in touch, become pretty good friends. He's a, he's pumped up. He he drew it again, so he's just wound up tight. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. awesome. I I look forward to hearing about it. Uh, we need to plan on you calling in next Saturday so you Rob can kind of talk about the the hunt and the guiding and everything. We sure will. We'll we'll keep you posted. Uh, I'm sure we'll see you one of these days, the next couple of days here. But. Uh, Listen, guys, like I say, keep up the good work there at Ducks Unlimited. I'm, I'm not a duck hunter, but anything that will help the outdoors, I'm all for it. So just dig in, guys. Get yes, it sir. done. Sounds yes, good, thank David. You. Thank you so much, man. All right, guys. Take care. See you, bye. You know, David brings up a, a unique point, um, and and this is it's kind of kind of hard to say without sounding a little cocky, but Ducks Unlimited uh, does more by accident for wildlife in general not non non waterfowl species than a lot of a lot of places do on purpose they the the amount of land they they procure and wetlands they save it benefits songbirds it benefits uh, well and and that's wild, a, small game i was, I was going to say that i'm glad you yeah. did um that's what people don't realize and i actually got into a, a fairly heated debate as as you know i I'm pretty much a, a pro hunter and conservationist, and Absolutely. do not take lightly to, or, or what I do, as my dad used to say, I don't suffer fools very well. And uh, <laughs> like somebody made a comment about um, conservation groups, and and it fired me up, and I lit into him and gave him the facts of life right. about who actually funds it. But that's one of the things that I remember years ago. I attended an event for DU, not a banquet or anything. It was just kind of a we, we used to do some um, just more like informational yeah. events and um, little smaller events. And I that. heard your biologists at the time talking about how much land you save. And then they t- took that and said, okay, forget about the ducks. Let's talk about everything else that uses that same land. And it was just eye-opening when you think about it. it. it and it's the same thing. You know, Rocky Mountain elk, m- you know, millions of acres out west. Right. It's not only elk on there. There's all kinds of other critters that yeah. are on there. Uh, so, you know, Safari Club, all these yeah, same groups do the same forever, thing. Trout Unlimited. Absolutely. There's other species besides the target species that benefit. Exactly. They're, and that's what people don't realize. In general, so. And sorry to the people that don't understand it, but we're the ones that fund it. You guys don't. The so hunters, yes. hunters fund more conservation than anybody in the world. Yes. And uh, the, the fact that we have so many great, Parks and preserved lands, it is directly related to the hunter mindset. Whether you want to go all the way back to Roosevelt, who established the, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff, he is a, was, was a hunter. Mm-hmm. You know, his hunting desire fueled conservation. And we've talked about it on your show before, right. but there's a pro- progress of, a, of a hunter where you, as you hunt longer and you spend more time in the outdoors, you become more aware of wanting to protect it and and ensure it yeah. for future generations. Absolutely. 
All right, we want to say hello to our newest sponsor, Jack's Bait and Tackle. Jack's Bait and Tackle has everything you need for your next fishing trip. Jack's has small, medium, large, and even jumbo shiners, red worms, night crawlers, crickets, wax worms, and for you cat fishermen, they carry skipjack. They have custom tackle, including canine fishing line, the only shop to carry it here, soft plastics, and the popular Tennessee rig. Jack's is just a short drive down Bonnie Oaks from the 153 exit, so it's convenient stop on your way to the lake of the river they also carry snacks and drinks for your cooler but be sure not to mess up your bait with your snacks and drinks because that could get really gross jacks is at 4228 bonnie oaks drive and they are open seven days a week for all your bait and tackle needs they open sunday through thursday 6 30 a.m until 6 p.m fridays and saturdays from 6 a.m until 6 30 p.m you can call at 423-698-8339 and be sure and check out their facebook page Jack's Bait and Tackle has been in business for over 50 years, so do they know a lot about their bait. Their bait is guaranteed to catch fish or die trying. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. But let me be clear. I'm glad you get up at 5 a.m. on Saturdays to listen, or even if you pull it up on Facebook or the podcast, whatever the case is. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All listeners are important. They are. They are. We appreciate everybody listening to wherever you are. We've got listeners left, right, and sideways. At New Zealand. We have a listener in New Zealand. We've got wow. listeners in New Zealand. Listener in New Worldwide, Zealand. huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, worldwide. Put you on some red stag over there. There you go. Oh, speaking of deer, I made deer the other night. I made Himalayan deer. Himalayan deer. Yeah, I found Himalayan on the side of the road. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? That'd be roadkill. Roadkill deer. It's hard to find good help, isn't it, Tony? <laughs> Hey, that was good. You got to admit that was better. That was better than the Baptist joke you told me off air. Uh, that's not. That's not untrue. Here, here's the thing, Chris. You get what you pay for. <laughs> You're getting high quality entertainment this morning. I'm sure there's coffee coming out of somebody's nose right about now because that was funny. Uh, that's a dad joke. Yeah, that's what I call I, it. I love that. I, I do I'm 100 percent guilty. I'll say them every time. I can't resist. Tell everybody where they can get tickets to your event coming up on the 24th. Um, you can go to ducks.org. That's the, the simplest way. You can buy them online there. There'll be a, a link to, 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 to purchase online. Uh, we're hoping everybody gets in before the 14th and get an early bird. That's our Henry 22. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, um, Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited. You can go to Tony's page, Ask Kim or Rob. Uh, Sportsman's Warehouse knows how to get in touch with us. There's multiple ways you can do it. You can call us, send us a, a message on Facebook. We're um, we'll get with you one way or the other. And 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 we you know we're wanting everybody to come out and support our event. And any sponsors that that are you know interested in sponsoring anything, underwriting a prize, donating anything, uh, we we greatly appreciate that we cannot do this without sponsors and everybody's dedication to the conservation and our mission so there's multiple ways just give us a call reach out we're ready to, to accommodate and help it is a fun event i would highly yes. encourage you to go to it 
and again, those hunts are there. I'm looking at these four hunts, uh, pheasant hunting in South Dakota, duck hunting in Argentina, dove hunting in Argentina, and a duck hunt in Uruguay. Yep. That Uruguay trip would be, that would be phenomenal. It's kind of like, I don't know, going out of the country to hunt some of those things are just, that's bucket list material. It is. Oh, it, yeah. It definitely I, I, is. It's kind of so like going down to South America to go yeah. peacock bass fishing. Right. Right. I mean, that's awesome. I don't know anybody that loves to kill doves that, that, that doesn't kick around the idea of Argentina. Yeah. I mean, whether I, it's financially feasible for everybody or whether what, what it takes to do it, I think everybody that seriously loves to dove hunt has, has just dreamed of that. I just got to sell a few more guns at soldoncompass.com, <laughs> and then I can, I can go to Argentina. So, yeah. no, I definitely, Richard was in here, I don't know, a month ago talking about that, and yeah. It was. Uh, it, well, you it know, is, both those gentlemen said they would wish they'd done it ten years earlier. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. said, "I asked Richard Alfier. I said, would you go back?' Goes, yeah, in a heartbeat.' In a heartbeat. They said so it was more. He was showing me the book. He had Richard. Oh, wasn't that awesome? It. Yeah, that oh, was. yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, Richard. Can, Richard documents everything well. It, you know, that was actually done by them. Well. Though. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the book. The book was. Huh. They they had. Uh, he said it was one day or two days that they had a professional photographer that followed them around. And then he put a book together, and it was customized for each hunter. Oh, that's awesome! Oh yeah, no, I, I, that's, I mean that's 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 cool. It's, it's first class. There's that, no that doubt. Is, that is. So, and and you can buy that at your. Uh, you can you can buy that it, now. You know, according to um, Richard and Ross, it saved buying it through Ducks Unlimited. Saved them almost uh, what twelve hundred dollars a piece. I think. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. easily, 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 you know, more. So yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a much more affordable hunt. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's still some money, but. All in all, I think five thousand dollars shells, flight, and everything per person. It, yeah, it, you end um, up around forty-five, thirty-five to forty-five hundred. I, I think he said he spent right at forty-six. Yeah. So, so and I mean, that's an elk trip out west here in America. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you're going down for you know a foreign country. You know, still you're. That's a very it, cheap elk trip. Oh yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was my bow hunting elk trip ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. So I mean, this is obviously not just pocket chains, but the it, it's if it's something on your bucket list, it, it's a good opportunity with a proven vendor, a proven um, you know outfit. And, Absolutely. Uh, local, some local guys have on our, on our chapter have done it. They bought it last year. And because you know it's hard, people get nervous about hunts, especially hunts out of country. Oh, I do. I I, I absolutely would. Um, but you know, this one's been vetted by people I personally know and trust. And uh, if they're saying it's a hunt of a lifetime, it's a hunt of a lifetime. I've always wanted to go to Africa, not big yeah. game hunting. I don't really have no desire. Just a plains game. I, yeah. yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah. But um, it's I'm just always so leery because there's so many things that are involved and. And I'm getting better. I'm I'm doing research every year before I make this purchase. But yeah, I mean, just going down and doing a planes game, I think, would be so cool. I'd, I'd, I'd want to mount everything and bring it back. Then I'd be like, oh my goodness, how do how do I do that? <laughs> a how do I, how do I pay for this? <laughs> well, the, tr- the trip was only seven thousand, but the taxidermy was fourteen. She would mount me uh, yeah. on the wall. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd be the one. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you. I've actually thought about it'd be cool just to go down and do a photography photography trip i agree oh yeah i I absolutely agree i think that's a trip that you could go to enjoy just just to be there yeah you're not necessarily have to take any game you still get to shoot them with a cannon (laughs) the camera get it all right that's two what What? is there any is our third strike (laughs) (laughs) 
rule. I used to could threaten him. I'm armed. Don't do that. And he, he all but his response is so am I. So yeah, he just, yeah, he goes away. Uh, that can so. get messy. He, he keeps ducking behind Chris over <laughs> there. When he... I'm waiting for those headphones to start flying again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was early in the morning. I know. This, uh, I haven't thrown him in. I've always wanted to do a big trip down to South America, like you said, for peacock bass. But, you know, again, the outfitters and the shots and the the traveling and, and the expense. But, I mean, you know, it's something to think about. I mean, if you're going to do a if you're going to do a big trip, like you said, do the research and, and go just, with an outfitter. Just buy it when you get your annual show bonus. Well, I spent that all on Yeti coolers over the last 20 years, so. You can't win them, so you got to buy them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went with the sportsman's version. There we go. Hey, I, I like it. You know, any of those rotomotive coolers, you can't go wrong with. They're just durable and tough. Yeah, they do I, work. where did I win mine? Or uh, buy mine? Quail Forever. Buy, I bought it at Quail Forever. That's right. I can, you know, we, we talked Same about Same one it. I've got, except yours is white. Yeah, and... No stickers. And half as much as yours. And not the point. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. auction. I'm like, no. Okay. <laughs> and I put my name down. Take my money right yeah. now. Yeah, he did. So, and then I, I remind Rob quite often. Yeah. Uh, well, that that makes it more fun for you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it makes that purchase much, much better. I'm just, you know, he talked about his stickers. Uh, mine does have a sportsman sticker on it, by the way. But I put a, a big dollar sign on it because it was so much cheaper than yours, <laughs> just to remind you. Okay, thanks, Tony. I appreciate that. <laughs> Appreciate that, there, Brian. Hey, we gotta go. <laughs> Good hey, friends won't let you forget. No, Our final no, no, break. No. Tony Sanders outdoors. We'll be right back. Well, my baby, she's been watching all my- Tony Sanders outdoors came on the air. Sportsman's Warehouse has been one of our premier sponsors, as they were the first and longest-lasting large retailer in our area. They are your one-stop source for hunting and fishing equipment firearms and supplies, camping, boating, outdoor clothing, and so much more. There are two differences about Sportsman's Warehouse, their people, and their support of the conservation efforts that matter to you. No other retailer in our area supports locally like Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Who the heck is calling me at like, this early in the morning? I don't know, but we had that discussion last week. My, my phone rings at 3 o'clock. It's Tony. It's Carter. It's Everybody knows I'm up, so they start calling me at 3 or 4 in the morning, and it's like, well, I'm up, so why not? Sportsman's is handling all your guns again? Say again? Sportsman's is handling all your guns yeah, again? Yes, Sportsman's handling all of our guns, all of our paperwork. How, do, how would we do that? What would we do Gosh. if Sportsman's wasn't here? They they do so they're, much for They're amazing. Us. They send guys down to work the event. They wash the guns. They take care of all that. They have a game that they sponsor, and they put they people do. at it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's crazy. It, and it's not just for, for, for Ducks Unlimited. No, it's China, everybody. It's, it's all everybody in this board. community. They, they do so much for, if, for if, if there's an outdoor store well. that, that cares about the Chattanooga community, it, 
It's Sportsman's Warehouse. I, They've been on board since the day they opened their doors, yep. and they have not wavered. Even when you know they were closing stores down in other places, now they're opening stores up. Yeah, so they're, they they're, they're bought, doing uh, really well. So um, they bought um, two in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the field and stream stores from the yeah, other place that yeah, hopefully yeah. goes away. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah The yeah. one that is a. Uh, no, I'll just shut up. I think there was <laughs> yeah. two in North Carolina, yeah. three in Pennsylvania, and three in New York. Something so like they're that. They're expanding. Yeah. You know, Carl takes care of us. You know, and before Carl's big gym, and uh, you know, but Carl, he's he's golden. He he never what, what, he never fails us. Always steps up. And what's just, amazing is you don't have to. Re- I mean, we reach out to them some, but they reach out to us before. I, I mean, they're yeah. they're always there. And and I go to a lot of the events. So I, I try to, and they're they're at all of them. They they they're they're. Fully involved, they yeah. fully embrace conservation, and you know, it, it, we're lucky to have them. They uh, had a great youth event yeah. over the summer, yeah. and I think yeah. this was their their kind of their first right. annual, and yeah. and I I believe that's really going to grow, especially with, with the uh, people there. So. And we and we do a youth event. I mean, it's big. It, it's big to me. It's one of my. Uh, I think youth is one of the focuses that all of us should be looking at. It's it's how we're going to continue this. All right, that we're dying breed. So give everybody. Uh, the where on how to get your ticket on your event on the 24th. All right, ducks.org. Uh, that's the best place, ducks.org. Visit the website. You can go to events, find us there. The, our contact information is there. You know, Also, Facebook, Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited. Um, October 24th, doors open at 5. Come see us. It's going to be a great event. We're going to have lots of fun. Lots of fun. It was, Stirs, catering, good food. It was good um, last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Amazing. You know, good food, good prizes, lots of games, fun stuff to look at. You know, our vendors usually come out in full force, um, and uh, we we uh, we put a lot of work into it, and we can't wait to to share it with you guys. So come it, on down. It'll definitely be fun, and yeah. you you don't want to miss it. Uh, it's probably one of the first banquets I went to. It's a big one. You know, like we I joked earlier, a lot for the Lost Duck Flyway Chattanooga, we've had a target on our back for for the state of Tennessee for a long time. Uh, even here where we don't have many ducks, the, the sportsmen in the Chattanooga area come out. They support us um, and, and help us put on a great event. You're not going to be disappointed. Cool. Rob? Got the Fly Fishing Field Tour coming up uh, uh, November 8th, and that's going to be at the Camp House at 149 East MLK. 149 East MLK. Doors open at 7. VIP tickets are seated a little bit earlier. It's going to be a great event. Lots of raffles, tickets, prizes, and some really great films about fly fishing. That's it. That's it. Ducks, fly fishing, and we're done for the year, pretty much. Pretty much. And then first thing next year is the 18th and 19th is the 29th annual Sand Hill Crane Festival, which is going to be out at the Hiawassee Refuge starting at 8 a.m. That sounds cool. All right. Thanks we're for done. having us, Tony. Thanks, guys, for Rob. being here. Appreciate yep. it. Thank you. Tony Center's Outdoors. We will see you next week. You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.